Hello, listeners. Thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of The Story Station. This is Kay McCoy, your host, and today our author of the week is K.T. Bond. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. Please go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. Let them know who you are and what it is that you write. (laughs) Okay, so I'm Katie Bond, uh, expat Jamaican living in uh, the mid-Hudson Valley of New York, have lived in the United States for 33 years, have been an educator for 36, but I've been retired for five and a half years. Um, And I've been writing commercially. I think that's how I ought to say it since 2013, before I was a retired teacher. Um, I was a ghostwriter for those first years and I've written over 50, I've ghostwritten over 50 novels, none of which I can claim credit for because I sold the copyright when I got paid, which is fine. I have a lot of stories in my uh, idea planners, so it doesn't matter that I've given some of them away. Um, I know which stories are mine and every now and again, I go back and have a look and go, my God, I wrote that. <laughs> and it's a really good feeling. Um, in the last three or four years, I have written not just um, MF stories, which is what I started writing, uh, heterosexual romances, but I've also written gay romances, uh, specifically MM. Mm-hmm. And I have written 20 stories, novellas, and novels, including the last five, which were part of a series. Wow. Um, <laughs> And uh, I was telling you before, when I started with the uh, uh, client who wanted me to write MM stories for him, mm-hmm. he wanted to make sure that I could actually write. And that because I, I have an, a profile on Upwork, which mm-hmm. is a freelancing site, yeah. and that's how he found me. Um, and he wanted to make sure that I could actually write. So he said, uh, how about you write us a short story, a 10,000 word short story? Yeah. And I was like, how am I supposed to tell a story in 10,000 words? <laughs> Yeah, by that point, I had been ghostwriting for people who wanted me to write 60,000 word stories, and those were hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I managed to write 60,000 words and keep the story real. Mm -hmm. 10,000 words was a stretch. (laughs) Um, But I wrote the story and he liked it. So he said, okay, we're going to try you with 30,000 word stories now. (laughs) And I was very grateful. (laughs) I love Um, that. Like you got to stretch your legs just to see if you could do it. And then I had he's to like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I had to prove myself. Uh, and you know that it was an interesting time as well, because I'm an English teacher, even though I'm mm-hmm. retired, I'll be an English teacher till I die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me to have to prove to someone else that I could use English mm-hmm. well and tell a story after having spent 36 years teaching kids how to read stories, how to tell yeah. stories, how mm-hmm. to be their stories. It was, it was humbling, but I wasn't, humiliated yeah Um, it's just an interesting challenge yeah it was interesting to have to prove myself in a different way Mm -hmm. anyway so um while I'm writing ghost writing these stories I had friends saying why aren't you writing your own stuff and I was like um I am writing my own stuff I'm just not publishing it (laughs) um because long before uh the ghost writing began in 2007 I think I started publishing my stories on literatica.com I don't know if you know that that's a website where people go and post their stories um, for free, uh, okay. but 
but you keep the copyright. So the copyright is fine. I can but keep you post it there to share and, and find a, a readers to read exactly. It. And it was it was something like uh, Amazon Vela. And, mm -hmm. and those other, uh, it's it's like Dickens did, you know, you put your stories out in parts. Yeah. Um, and so eventually I said, you know, I have these these stories on Literatica. Let me go take one of those and make it into something. Um, <laughs> and I had a complete, I, I had a an actually whole complete story on there. I took it off um, and reworked it a little, edited it, and then I published it as my first novel in my own name in 2017 it's called back to life mm -hmm. uh, and at the time when I wrote it I wrote it as just a one-off it was just a story I had on Literatica that I was going to try and see if I could sell yeah and then uh as I pu I published it and um you know it uh, it got it sold a little bit so what was yeah. it for you that finally helped you to say okay I'm ready to publish my own work under my own name. <laughs> when I actually, it was during the MM writing phase, um, mm -hmm. in the early parts of it, that I realized that, um, you know, if I can tell a story from a man's point of view, from two mm -hmm. men's point of view, mm -hmm. um, and have people who read those kinds of stories think the stories are good. Yeah. Clearly, I can write. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 clearly, I, I'm doing something right. Um, which is which is not to say that all the reviews were great. Some of them were, you know, terrible. Mm -hmm. um, and people would say, why are you reading the reviews? And I would say, because if I don't read them, I won't know what people like and don't like. And I won't know what I need to fix if I agree with them. Because, you know, at the end of the day, none of us is perfect. Yeah. Um, and if I don't have honest reviews that tell me, mm -hmm. you know, you didn't do this well enough, you needed to fix it. This made your story less than it should be. How am I going to improve? So that's very me, true. And I mean, me, that's originally what reviews are supposed to be. But I've I've heard recently that some people just trash stories that are there because they don't like the author. So how do you navigate yeah. that when you when you sit down and look at the reviews and actually read them? Like, do you do you know which ones you think are good critique or do you think, okay, this person is just being mean? I I, I have a real sense of which reviews are worth my time. Mm -hmm. Which and, and by reviews now I'm talking negative because you know it's nice when people say when you get five-star reviews it's wonderful but at the end of the day those don't help me as much as the negative reviews do um so I read the negative reviews first all the time okay and the ones that are clearly just being mean-spirited I ignore them I, I know how to tell when somebody is being a you know just yeah. being a jerk um but the ones that are useful are the ones that I pay attention to and, and then I go, and then at that point, I have to say to myself, okay, you do have a point, but is it something that I need to address? Is it something that needed to be addressed in that story? Or is it something I need to address in general? Is it a, is it a general weakness or was it just for that story? So, so I'm looking at myself as a writer through the eyes of someone who really is interested in the story, but found their flaws. And if I can fix the flaws, then I fix the flaws, you know? Yeah that's the point of my writing is that's why I'm doing it is not just because I enjoy telling stories, but because I want to improve my craft mm -hmm. um, and make it something that people will enjoy. And as that, much is, as that is definitely part of the process. So I, I commend you for that because I know 
firsthand how how it, it can be very overwhelming getting reviews and you're you you see that that star initial and you're just like oh my gosh <laughs> yes yes wow so i now that you you have challenged yourself and you have written these amazing stories <laughs> for other people can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you like to write because i i know but i i would like for the listeners to know as well <laughs> Okay, so uh, I write <clears throat> intellectual romances. Um, mm -hmm. I write uh, age gap romances. Mm -hmm. um, I write uh, romances that have Jamaicans in them because I'm Jamaican. There you go. <laughs> write what so, you know. <laughs> every now and again, I put somebody who's Jamaican in there. The, the story that I only just published this past January, this January 5th. Mm -hmm. um, the, the ties that bind. Ties that bind, yes. Mm -hmm. the, the main male character's mother is Jamaican. She's the first lady of the United States. I love um, it. <laughs> and Jamaican. And his dad is Irish, so he's biracial. Mm -hmm. um, I like writing those kinds of stories as well. I like to mix it up uh, mm -hmm. because I think there's so much to learn about people. And because I love to do the research, then it gives me a chance to go and look at you know, especially if it if the culture is going to be significant in the story. If it's not going to be too significant, then I don't spend a lot of time on the research. If I'm writing about a character who is not uh, uh, Jamaican or who is not American or Barbadian, because I grew up in Barbados. So somebody, if I'm writing about someone who's not from the English-speaking Caribbean or mm -hmm. from the United States or from England, Mm -hmm. Then I go and I do the research about that person's country of origin. I can give you an example that I can claim. Okay. My first 12th day of Christmas story, which was published in January, on January 5th, 2021, is mm -hmm. called His Christmas Love. And the main male character is Italian. He's from Milan. Ooh. And he's in New York City for work at mm. Christmas. And he's never normally away from home at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I went and I did research about what is Christmas, how is Christmas celebrated, not just in Italy in general, but in Milan specifically, because that's where he's from. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that was, that was important research because then I could put some parts of it into the story enough to make it authentic in case any Italian person were to read it, they would go, Oh yeah, that's true. We do do that in Milan, you know, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to this woman don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> it's like, where did she get her? <laughs> where get like, where did she from? get her bags? <laughs> right. Um, so uh, yes, so I write M MF stories, interracial, mm -hmm. age gap, second chances, uh, because mm -hmm. I write older characters as well. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't write. I haven't written a character who is under 30 years old. Oh, in years. <laughs> well, you had to think about it. I, I can hear it. You're kind of like, wait, when was the last one that I wrote? Oh, wow. It has been that time. <laughs> a, a, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't been under 30 in over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know Again, it's right, you write what you know. So there you go. <laughs> so I write about people who are older. Mm -hmm. and who have either never had a committed romantic relationship or who have had one and lost the partner for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. um, so those are what I write. And then I also write MM romances. Um, mm -hmm. And I've been writing those, um, ghostwriting those for four years. 
Um, and I am going to publish my first MM romance this year, not as Katie Bond, but as AJ Buchanan. That's my other pen name, which oh, I, I will. I love that. Yeah. How did you and, choose your pen name? Okay. So the Katie Bond is, <laughs> is my government name sort of bastardized. So I've, I haven't given you my first name. And the T in the in the Katie Bond is is the first initial of my family nickname, mm -hmm. and Bond is a bastardization of my government last name. Yeah. So that's how that got chosen. Oh wow! Yeah. Agent Cannon is very very specific. Mm -hmm. A stands from is the first initial of my mother's maiden name. Mm -hmm. The J is the first initial of my maiden name. That's my dad's name, mm -hmm. and Buchanan is the name of one of my dad's grandparents, I think. Oh, wow. So it's a combination of basically who you are. <laughs> it's about who I am. Yeah, um, I love that. So that's how. And so A.J. Buchanan's first book will come out later this year. Mm -hmm. It's called Orchestrated Love. Mm -hmm. Now, we talked a little bit about ties that uh, ties that bind. And I really, I think this is one of the things when I reached out to you to, to interview you for the podcast, I said I needed to know more about the story because it's okay. about some very interesting people. And again, you write age gap romance. So yes. that really piqued my interest in the, the idea of writing about a college professor and the son of the president of the United States just blew my mind. <laughs> yes. Like, so how did that come to be? <laughs> All right. Well, so here's the thing. Um, hold on one second. Mm -hmm. I'm going to. Um, so about, oh, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, mm -hmm. I had, I, I was, I was, I don't know, reading or something and a scene came to mind for a story. This is what happens to me a lot. Mm -hmm. So I sat on my computer and I typed the scene and it was a scene between a younger guy and mm -hmm. an older woman um, in which he was trying to seduce her. Ooh. Um, and I wrote it down because I really liked it. Uh, um, in, in, in fact, it's, it's like, it's like a little, uh, it's a little phone sex scene. Mm -hmm. um, and she's, sort of scandalized by it because because <laughs> he's is he because he's younger he's younger she ah. is she's 50 and in my story she is 50 mm -hmm. um in his story in that scene she's 50 and he was 30 something um oh, wow. <laughs> and she was like what is with this guy? how how does he what is he doing she was just scandalized <laughs> and also she was scandalized because he's calling her on christmas night mm -hmm. um and her family is in the house because they they yeah. came over for Christmas. It's Christmas, yeah. Christmas. And so they're in the house. So even though she's in her room, it's midnight, everybody's mm -hmm. asleep. So it's the beginning of Christmas Day, but everybody's asleep. She's like, I have people in the house. What are you doing? You can't do this. And, <laughs> and I thought, this is such a cute scene. And I so I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. And I know I, I knew his name was Tyler. Mm -hmm. So I wrote his name was Tyler. Um and then I forgot about it. You know, mm -hmm. it was in my idea file and I forgot about it. And then last year I was thinking, I need a story for my second 12th day of Christmas story. What can I, ah. so I, I went through my idea <laughs> file and I came on this scene and I thought, hey, wait a minute now. <laughs> we got something here. <laughs> We've already got the Christmas thing going. 
what mm-hmm. can I do with this? So I pulled it out and put it in its own document. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. so this is the story. He has to have a last name. He has mm-hmm. to have a, and she has to have a personality. Mm-hmm. She has to be somebody. Um, and and I, I thought about a lot of different things. I have a, uh, on my phone, I have a, a notes. And on those notes, I have first names for men, first names for women, jobs, dog, mm-hmm. uh, dog uh, species, you know, different breeds of dogs, mm-hmm. um, place names, and something else. So I went through and I'm looking and I'm looking at last names. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, his first name is Tyler. What's a name, a good name that goes with Tyler? And I went through <laughs> and I searched and I searched and I searched and I was like, Brannigan, Tyler Brannigan, mm-hmm. Tyler Brannigan. That sounds good. Yeah. Because one of the things for me is if the names don't sound like they fit together, I don't use them. Mm-hmm. So Tyler Brannigan sounded good. I'm like, okay, so his name is Tyler Brannigan. And then I'm like, Brannigan, that sounds Irish. Go look that name up. I looked it up and I was like, okay, so it means his dad is Irish. Mm-hmm. But I don't want him to be completely white. So let's make him biracial. How about making his mama Jamaican? Okay, so I'm like, all right, now I know that he's biracial. <laughs> and I did the same thing. I, I decided I needed her to be a teacher, but I didn't want to be her to be a high school teacher. So I said, she's 50, college professor. Okay. So I, I chose, in fact, I chose her, her profession before I chose her name. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, that's, and, and then the part about him being the president's son. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you that I, one of the, I fell in love with MM romances and that I found some really good writers. One of them, his name is Tal Bauer. He writes romantic suspense. Mm-hmm. And the second book of his that I, that I read was the first in a series called, uh, called uh, Enemies of the State. That was the title of the book. Ooh, and it's, like the start, it. and, and it's, it's a three book series um, called the Executive Office Series. Mm-hmm. And it's about the President of the United States and the detail lead of his security, his secret service team, they fall in love. Oh I <laughs> fell in love with that story. Yeah. I fell in love with that story. I love that president. He, he should be real. He <laughs> should be real. I'm telling you, you need to read that series. Even mm-hmm. if you don't, if you're, if you don't care about gay romances or anything, because it's not just about the romance, it's a romantic mm-hmm. suspense. There's a real thing going on behind them falling in love with each other mm-hmm. um, and it's not immediate either um, yeah. it starts out as them being friends but anyway so that's <laughs> I thought to myself okay I can't write about the president and the secret service because I really don't know anything and there's no way to research that on google and get it right well um, there's there's you can research and then there's movies because there's been tons of television shows but I would be a little afraid because yes, when someone confiscated my laptop <laughs> <laughs> but also, well, I mean, and I did some research, but there's also, there are just some things that even though you go on Google and you can read about, you can ask questions and get answers. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you haven't actually seen it or experienced yes. it, or know someone who can talk about it, mm-hmm. it's not going to feel to me as the it's writer. It's not going to be as authentic or as genuine like, okay, across so, the page. Yeah. Right. So I'm not making him a secret service agent. And I'm not making him the president or the vice president, but I can make him the president's son. Mm-hmm. 
that you can write about. <laughs> and then I was like, and this will be cool because the president of the United States is married to a Jamaican who is the first lady. I'm pushing that he is biracial, but his mother is very much a presence in his family. Um, and it comes out in the story when you read it. So anyway, so I that's have yet to meet a Jamaican mother who wasn't a, a presence in their family. So <laughs> that does yep. not surprise me at all. In fact, that makes me want to read the story like right away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, that's how I choose names and that's how I choose that's how I come up with ideas. And usually when I get an idea, if I'm not ready to write it, I put it in my idea file in my Google Docs so that that way I can always go back and look at it. I love that you have a file for Google Docs. I just, I, I'm, I'm still old school writing some of my ideas and I'm afraid one day that I'm not going to have them all like in order someday and I'm just going to lose like my book with all my ideas and I'm just going to break down into a ball in a corner and cry somewhere. <laughs> Oh, I know, I, I know how terrifying that is. Trust yeah, me. But I, I can't seem to like re remember to like get to the computer and actually write them down and put them in a file. I, when I do, it's great. I put them on my USB stick and we're, we're good to go. And I have all my USB sticks labeled. So I know which one it's for, like, cause I write in different genres. So yeah. I even have my, my UB, my USB sticks are color coordinated for that reason. So I know okay, yeah. if I have this color, this is what that story is probably going to fall under. And that's a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the one good idea I have, but what I'm not consistent with it. it. <laughs> I'm not consistent. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. I cannot thank you enough for being on the podcast with me today. This has been so much fun. So before we go, do you have any advice for any authors out there that may think, okay, this, this story may be too much out there, or they're about to, to finally make that, that decision to write for themselves instead of ghostwriting or simply just jotting down ideas somewhere? What would you say to those authors? Um, so I think the thing for me that's most important and that's what I'm going to work on this year that I in fact shared before mm -hmm. with some others is it is very important that you know who you are uh, as a writer mm -hmm. because that for me will determine what you do. I've spent all these years writing for other people mm -hmm. uh, and even when I started publishing for myself I was really writing to, to make not just myself happy, but all the people who were like, why are you writing for other people? Write for yourself. Yeah. And, and then, you know, so as I've been writing, I've been getting advice about how to, to market and how to do this thing and that thing. And last year at the end, in the last few weeks of last year and at Christmas time, I was freaking out because I was hearing so many voices. There was a lot of noise in my head from the different voices telling me how to do these things and what I should be doing and about newsletters and about ads and about Facebook ads and Amazon ads. And oh, it's a lot. Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot. And, and in, in the middle of all of that, I'm still being told your, your characters have to be authentic and you have mm -hmm. to pay attention to passive voice. And anyway, it's a, so it's I would say to anyone who <laughs> wants to write, mm -hmm. you have to know who you are as a writer. And this is important. This is why I say, for me, self-publishing is fine because I'm getting my books out there. I've always wanted to write since I was a teenager. I've always wanted to be a published writer and I am. That makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I never ever thought I could make money as a writer, which is not to say I can't, 
Mm-hmm. I probably can. But if you want to write, you have to know if you are going to be writing to earn a living, because then at that point, who you are as a writer has to, has to be different from who I am as a writer. Mm-hmm. As a writer, I'm doing this because I want to bring joy to other people and because I like writing, but I'm not doing it to make a living. So if I don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. I won't be upset. I'm not upset. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I'm, I'm more upset that I'm not getting reviews that I, than that I'm not making money, which is weird, I know, but it's true. It's not weird. That's just, that's part of who makes, that's what makes you, you as far as a writer. And, yeah. and it's, it's very important to, I, I would agree, it's important to know who you are as a writer. But as far as all these other things, you and I could definitely have an encore <laughs> about this on a future episode, because I, I do agree with you uh, on, on some of those key points. So thank you for sharing that. And again, uh, please remind everyone where they can find you on social media, um, because they have to know who you are. Like you said, you want people to read your work. And I, I would love for more listeners to, to find you and, and discover your work as well. Okay, so I'm on Facebook at author Katie Bond. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Katie Bond. I am on Twitter as, <laughs> heck, what am I? <laughs> I'm on Twitter as KTB. I know, it's a um, lot, yeah. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. I am on books to, books to read as Katie Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I have an Amazon author page, so you can find me on Amazon. And I actually put a likeness of myself on there instead of the motor car that was there before. So, <laughs> um, those are the places that you can find me. Um, mm-hmm. And you can email me at authorkatiebond at gmail.com if you are interested in talking to me personally. I love to get letters and I like to answer so (laughs) oh that's really cool thank you so much again it was such a joy to have you on the station today and thank you all for listening this is Kay McCoy your host signing off and see you guys for our next week's episode bye (laughs) bye